0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Jared. Uh, I'm Liam. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the upcoming Star Wars content, which we're really excited about. Kind of taking a break from, uh, well, Kenobi stuff. We're right in the middle of it. We're going to release a part two that'll be one of our next episodes. Kind of getting those last three episodes. Um, but We want to get all those together for you to give... More content in one episode. Um, so today, like I said, all of the upcoming stuff, which is very exciting because there's a lot. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff ranging from TV shows to video games. We still don't have much in the way of updated information on the um, on the movies. You know, we made a video or uh, excuse me, we made a podcast earlier on, and we talked somewhat about. Um, some of the stuff that's going to be released upcoming. And I know we talked about the movies, but um, since then, that was a couple months ago, we have talked um, a little bit more and seen some stuff from Star Wars Celebration that gets us uh, a little bit more information on what we've got. So let's get into it. Um, So to start off, um, I think we're going to try and go in order of when things are releasing. So the uh, soonest... New piece of content we have um, is going to be Andor. Andor. Yes Andor. I'm very excited about this. Yeah um, release date is August 31st. Yes correct. Of This oh, year. Yeah. Good, good. Um, and what we know about it right now is there's two seasons that are each confirmed for 12 episodes. So it looks like this first season is kind of going to be a little bit of background and we're going to get to meet Cassian kind of probably i'm assuming on his home planet get a little bit of background on why he's going to be a spy and then the second season is going to be closer to rogue one yeah where we pick him up in Rogue One. right so i imagine for this season two we're going to see whatever mission he's on that gets him you know like he's going to be sent on a mission to try and find the imperial spy at the end of season two of andor to find an imperial spy or I'm not the spy, the defector, uh, right? Because that's where we pick him up in Rogue so, One, is he's getting yeah. information about the defector. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this butts directly up to the second season. It is butts directly up to. There may be a time. Gap I mean, kind of like ones. how they did Rogue One, to yes, Episode Four. Exactly. I think that's kind of what we're. I don't know see. if it's going to be like five minutes, like it is. In, but, <laughs> right. but uh, about that, yes, I do think you know we're going to see some of those things. He he mentions in Rogue One, he's done terrible things. We're going to see him. You know, do those things that give him that cognitive dissonance, like oh, it can't all be for nothing. I, I yeah. I've done terrible things, and if you know, if we, if we give up now, then we're just the bad guys, and they were war crimes after all. Um, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so I, I, I definitely think we're going to see that. My prediction is that season one is going to be him as a. I want to say freedom fighter or whatever on his own world. And towards the end of season one, we'll see him link up with an organized rebel cell yeah. that is part of the rebellion. Now we we are getting Mon Mothma, so yeah. maybe maybe that could be wrong. But I could see us giving two stories yeah. that kind of will wind up converging. Right, we're gonna have like almost like a fulcrum thing. Right, like maybe he starts getting information to do things, yeah. um, and he doesn't well, even know. Yeah. That that's actually the wider rebel rebel rebellion, right? Yeah. So we start off with this trailer. Like, the trailer we get for Andor, we see a lot of, like, you know, introducing us. Kind of how they do with a lot of the the content they have. Yeah. It's introducing us to a planet that we're going to see. It's probably his origin planet. It seems rather primitive we were kind of looking and jared was like are they holding ak-47s like yes, straight up ak's they they're just shooting AK ballistics yeah. like <laughs> that, that's and Projectile so weapons about yeah, like so theoretically we're gonna see i i believe that's considered more primitive in star wars you yes. know, projectile weapons are not, despite Star Wars having taken place uh, in a galaxy a long time a long ago. Time ago yeah. in Star Wars. Well, and meanwhile, projectile weapons being like you know the one Wookie- thing that Jedi cannot you know block with their lightsaber, Wookie like here. Duster yeah well we see them we see them and and i believe the trandoshans have used shotguns like so you know we do see projectile weapons but they're not the thing yeah the thing about projectile weapons is yeah you can't necessarily i don't think you're supposed to be able to block with i guess you could theoretically but but i think the that was more legends i think was that you couldn't but you could obviously stop a projectile with the force because it's yeah a physical object (laughs) physical object yeah um so let's jump into so we we kind of open up on a well yeah like like you said we bounce back and forth between a whole bunch of characters the planet the whatever we see mon mothma she will play a a pivotal role in this series i'm sure like i said kind of something along the lines of coruscant and then we definitely see her meeting with people yes so we see her we see coruscant we see another primitive world one thing i want to note is that uh, Mon Mothma is the senator for Chandrila, which is which is going to be a very important world in the rebellion. Um, at least it was in Legends. And the important part about that is that Chandrilla is a core world. Mm-hmm. So for a core world to rebel, if you look at the map of Star Wars. Most of the worlds that rebel, not core worlds, are more outer rim. Like you keep having these dissidents from you know strengthening the core, pushing power to the core. I should say Alderaan is also in the core. However. That one is dealt with. Um, Chandrila, not so much. So um, what by the Empire? Yes. <laughs> well, not at the time of Andor. Not at the time. Well, like not long after. But um, I well, think I'm we'll, pretty sure the gap in between the seasons is supposed to be like four years of time. Okay. So so we'll see. Uh, I I do think there's a good chance we see Chandrila. But regardless, we'll follow yeah. Mon Mothma, which means we're gonna get Coruscant. Yeah. we're gonna get some more Imperial Senate yeah. which actually we're getting we this is not the only place we're getting Imperial Senate right. uh, which is interesting we'll touch on that but also we see some ISB yeah. the Imperial Security Bureau which is awesome always love them and along with the imperial uh, the ISB agent we see two like conscripted Imperial soldiers which is really interesting because the only other place we see them is, Mimban in, uh, in the Solo movie. Yeah. And they're like, so those conscripted soldiers, that's, that's interesting because we mostly see the Mighty Empire displayed as stormtroopers. Yes. And I should say I'm using conscript here, but they are volunteers as well. I, I, because, be. Yeah, that's because true. Because he, he volunteers, he signs up. But I think, I think some of them are conscripted, some volunteer. Yeah. Some, I mean, yeah, they're the frontline soldiers. Right. So, so it is actually that interesting piece that we saw in Rogue One that we hadn't, or I'm sorry, in Solo that we hadn't seen before. Was, you know, normally in Star Wars, we see, okay, the Empire is the stormtroopers and the rebels are, you know, the foot soldiers and the regular. And in Solo, we actually saw, like, Han Solo and, you know, all those mud troopers that were, like, in combat gear, but they weren't necessarily stormtroopers. And the stormtroopers were kind of looked at more as, like, higher class. The elite, <laughs> which, which is. The elite troops which wearing is armor. <laughs> interesting to consider the stormtroopers the elites, but. Yeah, I mean they had some armor, so therefore they're better protected than. Look, 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 look! I would take a stormtrooper who survived Mimban any day of the week over Fair over a clone not fresh a off the line. Bath, yeah, but that was a bloodbath. I anyway, guess I guess you so, survived Mimban by being lucky, not right. <laughs> yeah, it just it's trench. It's just trench warfare. It's just trench really, warfare, pretty much. It, so. And I, this is where actually this is a complete aside. But if you haven't ever looked up the concept art for Mimban in the Sol, from the Solo movie. Absolutely do it. Some of the stuff they had was insane. They had, like, World like horses. Um, it was literally like, oh, we're just going to make a planet that's, like, fighting World War One. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They had this giant, like, tank steamroller thing that was supposed to roll over the trenches that was, like, 20 stories tall. Yeah. It was insane. That yeah. concept art's ridiculous. Yeah. You should definitely go check that out. And they, like, had four minutes of Minban. You know, yeah. The whole movie. <laughs> and it was like, oh, Not long enough. No. So... Not long enough. So, anyway, um... So we see we see all that, and the, the soldiers are cool. The ISB is interesting because it kind of makes you wonder, why is the ISB investigating, right? Indeed. Like, why do we see them? And the only reason we'd see them is it's the internal affairs, basically, of the Empire. Well, like, they're, the, they're the FBI, right? They're, right? they're like the public corruption branch of the right. FBI. And so you kind of wonder like okay well you know what are we gonna are we gonna try and see them like investigating like is mon mothma gonna be investigated that's That's, kind of the direction it seems like it's going that's what Um, i'm thinking and so then it kind of is i don't know it's it's an interesting storyline so you know we'll see what happens with that we'll see what um connection mon mothma and andor have if it's any um from what we've seen in rebels and some of the other uh star wars media mon mothma tends to be a more peaceful and um, negotiation-oriented rebel as much as you can be, versus, like, a Saw Gerrera, Yes. Yes. Um, who's just, you know, kill them all and let God sort them out kind but, of rebel. I would say Andor is closer to the kill them all and let God well, sort them out. And that's why I say, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, do we see him working with, like, truly, if the people who are kind of more primitive on his planet who are, you know, holding these... Um, Uh, like primitive style weapons that are just, you know, bullets, you know, they're shooting bullets. And like, if it's going to be that, are we going to see more of a like Saw type guerrilla warfare where they're going to be more violent and they're going to be more um, aggressive than the other types of rebels? I don't know. So that'll be interesting to see, especially from his standpoint of, you know, I've done terrible things before. Yeah, Mon Mothma doesn't kind of seem to be that person who's going to be like, "I'm going to hire you to go do terrible things, but then pretend I'm more virtuous than everyone else." Like, but she might be. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, we'll see. If you read the books, the aftermath book definitely doesn't give you that impression. She's definitely focused. Yeah, on... she's like, "Well, we wouldn't want to be considered violent, would we? So let's disband our entire navy except for like four percent." It's like, excuse me, what? Excuse me, <laughs> it's what? not like there's pirates or you know the unknown regions or like. You know, civil wars that we want to prevent. Like, no, we're just going to no. get rid of our entire navy. Yes. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I just, I, I, don't think we're necessarily going to see like Mon Mothma being violent. No, I, think that's, I don't. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. And we're I, gonna I see her. I, I think that there's a good chance we see her try to, try to use the imperial system. Yeah. Right. I think we're going to see her, and I also think we're going to see Bail Organa in here. I don't think we saw him, but yeah, if they're friends that's going to pop up in okay. the Senate, right? Well, and, and, I, and, go ahead. I could see yeah. us seeing other senators we've seen in the Clone Wars, okay. maybe the Rodian um, senator, maybe other other senators that just pop up. And it takes Palpatine a long time to disband the Senate. so Up until episode four. Right, like, so there's going to be four or five years before the Senate is dissolved. So, senators are going to be active contributing members to the Senate. Now, is it just a puppet Senate and it, Basically was like, disbanding it was like, actually like, calling like, okay, we're actually going to disband and just admit that this is just me running it for the past few years. Maybe. Well, but I don't think that will be immediate. Yeah. The, the thing I think was the, so the, the interesting thing about the layout of the imperial government was that you have the Moffs, and then Grand Moff Tarkin later, yeah. right, as a Grand Moff over the other Moffs. But that was like, the governor, because yeah. governors are over worlds. And then moths are over, like, like, sectors. Systems and... Yeah. S- sectors, right? And then Grand, Mo- Grand Moff is, is over all of the moths. Moths are over sectors. Right. And potentially, like, Outer Rim and stuff right. like that. And, and, and so... And we see Moth Gideon. We see other moths in the Aftermath book. So mm-hmm. after the fall of the Empire, they kind of get together and are talking it out. And They are not military, though. Right. They're not actually military. Grand Moff Tarkin is the exception to this because he is. So high up that, he, I mean, he reports directly to the Emperor. So, I mean, he can right. kind of just do what he wants. And the Emperor gives him that. But he was a commander bef- before anything else. So it'll be interesting to see how this ties into the Senate and the right. Senators. Because we're going to see, I think, power shifting away from them into the hands of the Moths. Interestingly enough, I guess we could see Moff Gideon kind of like... Potentially. But, I Make mean, an appearance. It, 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 we're on Coruscant. That's the thing about Coruscant is you could literally see... Pretty much anybody. Well, we could see Director Krennic. We could see an Imperial Galen Erso. You could see Thrawn. You could see anybody. Yeah, you could see a lot of different Imperial people. Galen Erso. So, Urso? and that's wow. I bring up that point because that's a good point, yeah. we see Galen Erso kind of at you know a party in his Imperial uniform when Jin is young Rogue One and, flashback. Yeah, right. And so w- this is all tied to Rogue One. I I think that. That ties into the next point, which is we see these floating bases in the water. Yes. I don't think they're tied to the Death Star program. So I think no, this I is. Think so. But Galen Urso was an accomplished scientist before the Death Star program. So I think it's possible that we get at least a mention of him tying together with these floating bases that kind of seem more, like, science division-oriented. Yeah, so definitely. We that could be cool. We could definitely see that. There's, and like you said, science division, a lot of scientists, it looks like. It looks like there's, like... Like, almost test subjects? Being, or... Yeah, test subjects on these people. I don't know. We, we kind of look... Maybe these were clones. Maybe we were trying to find... But the people of, like, all different sizes. All, I mean, people just... All different ages. People completely different. So I think it. It doesn't subject, look like they're, like, creating an army. Like, no. Or... Or really working. It's very clean. They're kind of just walking. They're kind of just walk. Yeah, they're just walking there, down these like tunnels. It doesn't even look like there's a lot squid of... Games. Squid Star games. Wars squid games. Star Wars squid games. There's always a bigger fish. Uh, um, excuse me. Calamari games. There you obviously. go. Mon Cala games, yeah. Um, so, we see that, mm-hmm. and... I, we should also touch on. We see these like blue uniform, not imperial officers, but they're definitely I like the local, local security, security yeah. forces working with the empire. I think, and we also see this room full of like high society imperials. Yeah, which the, I, in the white yeah in like yeah. this very white room. I think it's inside of that. I think they are science division yeah. people, and also potentially the governor. Uh, and people like that having having a party in this this really fancy area. While wow. the rest of the world, like we kind of talked about, like Liam touched on, being primitive, yeah. they're like AKs, they're living in, you can look in the back, they have like wooden huts, right. right? And then you have this like... Well, and they talk about like, oh, the, you know, the, the Imperials are getting fat and they're getting full of themselves and they pride themselves on their accomplishments and blah, blah. And I think yeah. that, you know, we're going to get this treatment of the the bad side of the Empire where... There are a bunch of, um, don't look at me like that. I made the distinction. There is a good side of the Empire, but I think we're going to see a more, um... Ending the podcast right there. <laughs> I think we're going to see a more oppressive form of the Empire. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see I what th- happens. I think, I, think I think the impressive from a part... From certain of you, Right. Okay. I think the impressive and interesting part, or not so much impressive, but the interesting part at the end of the trailer was we see clone troopers. Yes. And they say, people are starting to stand up. Um... I don't know if you know this, uh, the Clone Troopers kind of got phased out at the end of the Clone Wars. It's true. So, all that to say, um, I think that, you know, the, the commentary of people are standing up is a, an overlay of us seeing, like, probably a flashback from Andor. Probably the clones killed his family, like, early on or something. Like, there's probably some memory that he has where clones are, you know, oh my hurting gosh. his... Cassian Andor's dad, Israel Averoth. <laughs> okay, well, that's a stretch. This will this tie back in later. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but I think that you know we see early on. Okay, the clones who were the clones worked for the Empire early on, right? The the Empire was still sending out Phase Two clone troopers. So, you know, okay, his first experience with the Empire is clone troopers coming in. Maybe you know, maybe his parents were original um, defectors. Maybe his parents were worked with Saw Gerrera you know, we see in Bad Batch that Sagarera's camp gets, like, raided by clone trooper. Like, they sent the Bad Batch to come get them. Like, maybe uh, Andor's parents were connected with early rebellion. And then, you know, the clone troopers end up hunting them down and killing them and leaving Andor. And that's his first impression of the Empire, right? So immediately he's against the Empire. And so I feel like something like that, right, if he sees a massacre of his family and, and other people, that makes him justify treating the Imperials... In a in a very aggressive and violent way, and then we kind of see his journey from that to where we see him in Rogue One. Maybe you yeah, know, no, and, I, and that's I, a lot of speculation and guessing. But I kind of think that story tracks. That yeah, I think it'll be a flashback that yeah. we see them in. I don't think we're gonna pick up with Clone Troopers. That no. that that would make us have It'd to span be out quite a large distance between the two seasons. And like I said, I think the two seasons have like four year gaps. So this is. You know, Luke at this point is 13 years old. This is after the Kenobi series that we're just watching through now. Like, so, you know, this is later on in the gap between three and four. Yeah. I, I will say in this series, we saw concept art, or not concept art. We saw pictures of people, like, they had, like, snapped some photos early on that had shore troopers. Right. We have these bases by the water. Yeah could see him there yeah i think cool. i think that might be where we see those if, if people yeah. have seen those pictures and they're wondering um yeah that pretty much wraps up Andor. i think yeah. i think liam's theory is probably pretty close to what i would say too i, I think that we're gonna see the flashback, probably a family somebody cares about is gonna be killed i he's got nobody he says i have nobody so either he starts out an orphan in the show or we're gonna see you know yeah. we're gonna see Clones or stormtroopers later on kill, kill his family or arrest his family or... Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that we talked about these blue Imperial like local security people that these people could be doing it. You know, you'll see... You could see that and then like... Yeah. They're just a shill. Well... The storm, like the, the Imperial governance, right? The so, other thing too is we do kind of get a focus on one of these guys who is in this blue uniform and it's kind of showing yes. his face, right? Like that could also possibly be a connection between okay, you know, the local police are working with the empire but you have people like this guy maybe he's actually working with the rebels and trying to get them information maybe that's where the isb comes in and they're like hey we have a mole in the local police force we have a couple moles who are you know which you would likely assume if you're you know the empire coming to a planet that has a local police force you gotta assume some of those people on the police force are there yeah and they're loyal to their planet and their people and you know what ISB and Coruscant could mean for us? Real Averroes. Colonel Yaloran. Oh, that's true. That's true. Who is the head? So he t- steps down from admiral to colonel to take over the ISB because he's yeah. not in the navy anymore. So that's what he becomes, Colonel yeah. Yaloran. So cur- cool. from, from from well, very prevalent in the Thrawn books. Also originally from the Clone Wars series. Yeah. He is he is the admiral who serves Anakin. Uh, yeah, fleet. So well, well, yeah. Throughout the Clone Wars, and um, we you know, see him. He dies on the Death Star. Do we see J.K. Simmons, the <laughs> J. Jo- J. Jonah Jameson guy from Spider-Man? Do we see him play Admiral Ulnar? Wow, that would be that be that would be really yeah, good. That would be a really good look. Match up the look, maybe not the voice so much. No, but change it around a little bit. Because nah. he, he's British, so yeah, I don't think I want to see that. <laughs> british accent and attempted i think that may be bad it'd be interesting so anyway moving on that's andor so the next next one we see by release date is bad batch which yeah. releases september 28th um so these not are long right after. on top of each other if i'm just talk... realizing like that's a month apart and if yeah. it's 12 Ooh, episodes that's we're not gonna be time. getting two episodes per week if we get mm, oh yeah we'd have to do two episodes per week or these are gonna be running at the same time if we see... Well, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm saying my, one episode of Andor and one episode of... Mind my, my is... clicking for a moment as I check my calendar. The 28th is a Sunday. Wow. Oh, no. sorry. I'm sorry. The 31st oh, is a 31st. Wednesday. 31st is a Wednesday. The 28th is also a Wednesday. There's no way that they're going to release these episodes at the same... Really? Same days. That's interesting. Why would they do that? I don't know. <laughs> that's an interesting release schedule. Because they're not going to release three episodes for the course of four weeks. That would be dumb. No. Well, unless they did like Monday was a Friday, Monday was a Friday, Monday was a Friday. But that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Why would you yeah. mil- mil- milk it? We- we're getting some Star Wars content. No, D- wait, Disney, don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Hold, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Don't milk it. I don't think so. I- I- it's, I'm this surprised. is not a weird. M- m- cow thing with green milk on yeah. the planet of... Luke, hello. Um, yeah. No, that's, that is very interesting to me that, yeah. that, that those overlap so much. I didn't process that. For whatever reason, in my brain I was thinking, July 31st, they have two months. It's like, yeah. fine, no, but it's actually so not. So months apart. So Bad Batch is... But, you know, one is... And here's why they might be justifying it. Because one is... Animated one is live action, and so they don't. Yeah, but they have the Venn diagram of the audience does overlap, but I think there's a lot of people I would say who, overlap ninety eight percent. Well, but there are a lot of people who I have talked to who watch the Disney Plus series who haven't necessarily watched the animated because they think it's so, a kids show. Yeah, but yeah, the animated of everyone who watches the animated series will watch Cassie. And Android, yes, g- yes. Given that their parents let them, but not is everyone, everyone who watches adult. Cassie and andor will watch Bad Batch. Is That's I true. guess what yes. I'm saying. Yes, so, so we'll see. It's not two different market like segments, but I think you're gonna have a bigger audience for the live action, big productions, and a smaller audience for yeah. Bad Batch. That's true. So, All right. So Alright, so Good by the way, this trailer was like it was... really epic. It had a really nice soundtrack to it. Oh, like, you did. It was... And it was only like a minute and a half. It got it. It, it got it Put a lot of info yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. It was we were was a lot of like space, space bars. Pause, play, yeah. pause, play, pause, play, pause. What's yeah. going on here? Wanna give you guys the best information possible. <laughs> yeah. So starting yeah. off. Sid uh, is back! <laughs> yeah. So we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sid is still here. So I don't know, you know, hopefully you you've watched our Bad Batch season two predictions. If you mm-hmm. don't, it'd be a really funny time to go back and like pause this. Go back yeah. and watch that and be like, wow. They don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> Just I think kidding. That's part of the fun to do the predictions is like kidding. I totally knew what I was talking about. <laughs> well, I called a really big part of this yeah, actually. Yeah, we both called a couple of things, and <laughs> one of the ones that I called was like one of the most obvious things you could have thought of. But no surprise. Yeah, no, 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 Rex makes an appearance. So <laughs> either either way, I'm actually you know like you said that's the fun part of it, right? Yeah. Is there it's almost like an infinite number of possibilities yeah. for what could happen with these things. So getting any aspect right, Right. really good. I think we actually said, if we get two of these things right, we would be really happy and, like, think we did a good job. And, hey, guess what? Like, we basically did that. Well, and then they do sometimes pull just stuff out of the woodwork with, like, you know, watching the Book of Boba Fett trailer and all that, no one would have ever guessed Cad Bane was making a return. Yeah. Nope. Wouldn't have seen that coming. So. Sorry. Yeah. So. So. Spoiler. Anyway. Um. Go watch Book of Boba Fett if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, the first episodes are a little bit of a little challenging. Yeah, get then, through it. But then get through it and then the, the last episode. So right. Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Uh, Sid's back. Yeah. And we kind of see we see a really interesting thing with the Bad Batch that they're going through here is they they're no longer red. They don't have like that red tint to their armor. Not as like their armor's not as black. Yeah. The red has been replaced by orange. The black is like gray and brown. We kind of see them transitioning from their nice, well-kept and yeah. Republic equipment to this like yeah. They're becoming mercenaries, is yeah. what you know. It's what they are, and and so we kind of visually see that they use color a lot. Star Wars well, uses color a lot to tell stories, and I think that's one thing I want to touch on. I may, yeah. and I'll, I'll loop it. I'll loop that back into a second. You go. You go ahead. Well, and all I was gonna say was, you know, we also the other color we see on a couple different parts of their armor, not as much, but it's kind of that tealish blue that yes, looks like correct. Hauser's. Yes, it looks so. like Hauser's colors, and I think one of my Predictions was oh well, we gotta see Hauser come back. And we haven't seen him in the trailer yet, but I don't think that immediately uh like takes apart the argument that he's gonna be there. Because no. I think he still could be there. So look, and another thing to remember is this is not the last season of the show. Right. So even if he doesn't yeah. appear now, the likelihood he appears in the well, in the remainder of the show very high. And I think that raises a good point to mention that this is not the last season of the show and And what we see throughout the course of the Clone Wars, right, is you see the clones, you get the, you know, the beginning episodes are like the introduction, and then you get to the middle parts, and it's showing like the wear and tear that the war is having on the galaxy as a whole, and each of the sides, and you get introduction to separatists who are like good people, and then toward the end you start to get the climax of the Clone Wars story, and it's not just mini episodes that are telling, you know, random things that Jar Jar is doing across the galaxy, like it... Actually gets down to some very um, intense and pivotal storylines, and I won't go too much into the Clone Wars stuff for spoiler's sake of the last couple seasons. But for the Bad Batch, I think we're you know as we're getting this live or as we're in the middle of it, I guess I should say, um, you know I think season one was that introduction, right? Season one introduction, you meet the Bad Batch, you're starting to figure out you know who the heck is Omega. Who are each of these characters? Oh, I'm what do you mean, Omega? Oh, excuse me, Omega. <laughs> Who's Omega? I think this. You know, Sid starts off the trailer by saying, "You know, you could buy your freedom. You know, why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to just, you know, pay your way out and get out?" And and they and uh, I. I mean, no, their voices are actually kind of more indistinguishable than regular clones. I, I believe it's Hunter who just <laughs> says, "You know, we're already free." Like and and I think we start to see this transition. From a place of, you know, them being clone troopers and in the military to mercenaries, right? Like you said, with the color. So I think that's a good... I I don't think this is their, you know, they have not yet reached their final four. Like, I I think that this is going to be a a median place between what we see from the beginning and what we see at the end of the series. And, you know, I think we talked about it early on. I, I think that if these guys became rebel soldiers, like we would have seen more of them. So I don't think that's gonna be it. But I think that you know from this point, we have the the trailer for the season. I'm gonna put my thought out there for what we're gonna see. I think that similar to Rogue One, we kind of knew from the beginning of Rogue One, spoiler. Um (laughs) they're all gonna die. Yeah. Like you just you knew that because we didn't see any of them. And I think similarly in Bad Batch, they all have to die. Maybe not Omega, maybe she somehow is able to get out and do I something I'm, different yeah. but and i i don't think they would introduce her to get rid of her but i think systematically we're going to start to see each of the bad batch die and i don't think it'll be all at once i think originally in the bad batch predictions i said i think one of them's going to die i think it's going to be tech um or echo i don't think i i think there's a good chance that Excuse most of um, tech or echo <laughs> I think there's a good chance. There goes our Australian, uh, or New Zealand. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think there's a really good chance that most of the Bad Batch die, if not all of them, except, uh, sorry, except, uh, Omega, who, who will live. I think that she will. I think she will make a reappearance later in potentially in live action, right? Yeah. It was kind of that thing. It was a joke, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of true. It's like, hey, we're done with the Skywalker saga, you know? We're done with we're done with the Skywalkers. Here have the Fets, right? Yeah. Like, so she is, for all intents and purposes, right? Boba Fett's sister, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, she is technically according to Star Wars, she's a one hundred percent genetic match to Jango Fett. So she's Jango Fett's. She's daughter. Jango Fett's twin daughter. <laughs> Correct. Is that how that works? So would Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Boba Fett, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is Alpha. And she would be Omega of the original. So I, don't, I think she will play an important role in yeah. the story as it unfolds in other live action shows. Yeah. Now, we see her mm. in a very interesting place. And I mentioned, you know, we would actually see this later as well. The Senate. She is on Coruscant. Yeah. In this... Can I go back for one second? Yes. So that that's a good... That is part the next part of the trailer. But I just wanted to get back to this overarching... And, and make sure I finished my thought of... Oh, I'm sorry. This overarching point of the Bad Batch. I think we're going to get to this point where we see them die in the end, right? But I think that they are going to be the beginnings of the Rebellion that we see eventually. I don't think that they necessarily start the Rebel Alliance. But I think some of the things that they do will lead to... ...what the Rebel Alliance is. I don't know. And I, I don't know. I because I we have Saul Guerrero the, running. We do. We have Saul Guerrero running. Right? We've had him in... I, I say that in connection with... ...from a standpoint of Rex. Right? We see Rex with them. We see him tied together with him. And we see them with Hera. So I don't think that it's going to be... ...them starting, quote unquote... ...the Rebel Alliance that it becomes what it is. But I think they are going to, through their mission plant seeds of trying to bring back the the days of the republic like they had so i don't think we'll s- yeah okay so i that could be i think from my perspective i don't think we'll necessarily see that i think we're going to see them along the way help those people that are doing it i don't think they're necessarily going to inspire people to do it themselves sure. um because like we've already seen champs and Dula, yeah famous terrorist we've already seen uh we've already seen saw also a famous terrorist. I don't think they'll run into Mon Mothma. I don't mm-hmm. think that makes sense. But, you know, that is that's that is the beginning of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, that's true. That's the beginning. And so we're getting that story with Andor. So unless these two things bleed over, which could happen. Yeah. It could happen, right? They have shown they no longer fear running the live action into animated and vice yeah. versa. So the yeah. characters that exist can cross over from one another. Yeah. Um, they're willing to do that. Yeah. So it is possible we see that. And I do think we get Omega eventually in live action. So why not? So, so. this is actually, a, I need a timeout here because this is something that I didn't say about Andor. And I had made a prediction in Bad Batch about this, for the, our, Brad Batch, our Bad Batch trailer, or, or predictions for season sure. two. I had said that in Rogue One, we see them go through the vault and read off a number of other war plans. Oh, okay. Including War Mantle, which we've gotten in Bad Batch, Project Omega, which I still think will be relevant in this season, but if not this season, this show. Sure. But a couple of the other ones they read off, which I, for the life of me, can't remember them all. I think there is a chance that one of those is relevant to Andor. Okay. So that, and now back to, back to Bad Batch. Again, that does still tie in. The Project Omega has to do with Omega. It just... it. Yeah. it no, I mean, it, the, it, it would be weird if they that's, I think that's why her name is yeah. what her name is. So, are you good to... Yeah, keep, yeah. Okay, so, on. So, good, from, so, good, so yeah. we see Omega in the Senate building, watching the Emperor from one of the pods give her speech. And you know what? I just said we would see Mon Mothma. Guess what? We could totally see Mon Mothma. Yeah, in the Senate. Yeah. And Bail Organa. Yeah. The, the founders of the Rebellion. Yeah. So, you know, I think along the way, we are seeing... I don't think they're the ones inspiring it necessarily. Well, and what, and I guess I say inspiring, I, I, I do mean inspiring, but I think I could, I don't know that we're necessarily disagreeing. I think that they help people along the way, and they are a part of the story that becomes you, their. Your book. courage gives me hope well, to fight on. So let's, so right, so yeah. who's who's pot are they in in the Senate, right? And and what they're yeah, doing sure. is yeah, yeah. in the Senate they're seeing video of Camino being destroyed, and so. The thought is, okay, well, they're presenting, right? The the Emperor is presenting this. What is he saying? Is he saying, oh, well, you know, this is what the Jedi did. They came in as their last attack. They destroyed Kamino. Maybe. Like, what what are they... And then what we talked about with Andor, the Senate isn't necessarily just going to flip over and die immediately. You are going to have your Bail Organas and your Mon Mothmas and your, you know, would-be Padme if she wasn't dead, rip. Um, Those kinds of people would be objecting to just a mass, you know, empire that Palpatine takes over, they would be like, no, wait, hold on. We want democracy. And so I think that you're going to see some of that tie over with, like you said, they're at Coruscant, they're in the Senate building. Whose pot are they on? Who are they talking to? Maybe it's someone that we don't really necessarily know yet, but... Yeah, that's fair. So we we could see a lot of that. I think you're right about the Camino thing. I think there's a good chance they say, you know, this is it. Or he spins it as, hey... This is the end, you know, like, they were going to spark up a rebellion and clone an army, and they wanted to fight, they wanted yeah. to fight the Empire, they wanted the war to keep going, because of the military-industrial complex. Or they could say, this clone army is now ineffective, look at what the defective clones did. We had clones who were loyal to the Jedi, who sided with the Jedi, commandeered a cruiser, and destroyed Kamina, like, yeah, which... Might not make sense, you know, yeah, I, I, whatever. it kind of is weird, but like, but they could try and spin, spin some stories, right? And yeah. be like, oh, look at and and, be like, this doesn't and feel right. And we need a stormtrooper army and then in walks well, Crosshair with, you know, the black armored new troopers, you know, like something like that to where they have that transition. So this is an interesting point as well, because in this we're seeing that transition from clone to, we have TK troopers, right? We don't actually have stormtroopers yet. We don't have stormtroopers yet. We still have clones and we have TK troopers, commandos. But let's think for a minute, right? When you talk about the Senate's not gonna roll over and die, one of the un kind of like, it's it's in the background of the Clone Wars. It's like the Clone Army is really small. Okay, it is very small. Like at its height, what three million maybe? I I think think three to five. Three to five. At its height, but at its height, you're right. Look at the Soviet Army in World War Two, right? That is like. To fight on like one front, if right. you're the Soviets, you're fighting on one front. That's it. It was like 20, I think it was 20 million. Okay, that five million is not that many. No. Okay, and you think about this: they're doing everything right. Like there are clones that are in the ships that are like right. on the computers. There are pilots. There. Are, yeah. So you, when you get down to ground troops, you know, all, you take out all your logistics, which is half your army. You yeah. know, you you get down to not that big of an and army. A couple million so, troops. that to say, guess what? most of the battles were fought by local security forces and the republic army was sent to be like the hammer that really punched through in areas well they also had the jedi and they had jedi right but so the the local militaries the local navies were fighting a lot of these battles in places like for instance the umbaran arc fantastic arc in the clone wars they have their whole army now, the clones fight them, but Umbara originally was in the Republic and fighting for the Republic. They switch sides later on because of a policy decision, which I can't remember what it was. But, but so you see, they have a full fleet there. And yeah. the, the battle droids come in to help them because it's a really important planet. But yeah. honestly, Umbara probably would have been almost fine by itself. Well, I mean, same thing with Mon Cala. Yeah. Like, you have the, you know, early episodes, I believe early episodes of season four, you have the water planet, exactly. yeah. and the corn the and the Mon Cal are fighting each other, and the Separatist sends droids to help, and the Republic sends like, like, clones hey, to help. Yeah. But that was a lot of that part, like, that first couple episodes was all the local soldiers. Yep. Yeah. So, so that is what, I, I, I mean, to say that, being an important point to this, because... As the Empire moved towards a volunteer army, as they moved to stormtroopers, they started taking the able-bodied populace yeah. from the armies of the planets and bringing them into an Imperial army instead, yeah. and you're going to see the dis- like dismantling and just destruction of those local forces. Like in Andor, we're seeing, hey, there's like these local forces, but really there's like those guys, they're really police, I think, and then... Stormtroopers. Well, and if you think about it, when, you know, you take people from their local area and you say, all right, I'm going to send you to, you know, Tatooine to, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. they oh, don't care about Raiders. Tatooine. I don't care. Like, yeah. they don't know the people there. They assume that they're being told, oh, yeah, these are the bad guys. The local population is hostile. Well, all the locals are being taken from their local area and moved to a different area that is foreign to them yeah, and being common. told that it's hostile, which is, you know, why the Empire is evil, but... No, Just kidding, um, but you heard it right there. End of podcast, <laughs> it's not evil, yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah no, so, that's, a, that's so, a good point. So about we're gonna see that, and you know, you, I think you're right, he's gonna sell Camino as a we're moving towards the stormtroopers, and we'll have the TK troopers, and we'll probably yeah. just continue to see that transition yeah. to full on stormtroopers. So, that's interesting that we see her there. Next, which, I have- which by the way, okay. if we, if we're, I mean. How much longer after the how long do they keep the destruction of Kamino under wraps before they right. reveal it to the senators? I'm thinking that's probably pretty soon. Yeah. Meaning that that probably is happening in the first couple episodes. They're getting to Coruscant. Yeah. Um, Why are they there? Bucket loads of clone commandos. Oh Holy my crap! There oh my god. So gosh. many. And we so see many Scorch other. make an appearance again. Like, mm. th- yes. Indeed. Those clone commandos are really sick. I'm really glad that they have the clone commandos coming back and and. You know, we'll see how much of a connection. I think we really focused heavily on Mount Tantis mm. in our predictions video. I don't I think we do come back. I don't think that's bad Batch season two. I don't I think that. that's three or four, right? I think the culmination is some of the cloning program, and I think it's figuring out, you know, we talked about maybe Omega's four sensitive. I don't think that's season two. I think based on the trailer, like I was kind of saying earlier, this is kind of the median point of figuring out who they are. And I think we come back around to Mount Tantus and possibly Omega being force sensitive in like season three or four. Yeah. But I don't think that's season two. Yeah. I think that's a little bit greater. So I, I think we, you know, we start to see, we, we continue <clears throat> to see the development of the characters, but yeah. we don't get all the way, you know, from one to 10 in season two. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think we kind of said that in our prediction again, like in our predictions video, really, sure. it, or podcast, it was really, it, it just, that will play an important role later. It will. It will come back around. You you don't show people things like Mount Tantus and go, that's not important. (laughs) You know. So even there is a small small chance that it's not important for uh, this for this series storyline. Yeah. But we'll definitely see it in Endo Season Three. We'll see it again. We'll see it somewhere. Even if we don't see it immediately. So so moving on about people being back, Cody is back. Cody is back. And guess what? I caught I'm very proud about Cody is back and he's working with crosshair which yeah. is which is the prediction that I made to definitely hunt down and um, hunt down the bad batch get them back on track now this is this is where I want to tie this in where uh, the point I was making earlier Cody's back Cody's no longer orange Cody is now gray the the orange parts of his armor are gray Cody joined the wolf pack he's no that's longer right. part of the 212 that's that means well right? there is an absence for wolf well not wolf wolf is with Rex yeah uh, at some point, which we haven't seen that yet, but Wolf is with Rex and Rebels, yeah. so we have one more clone to save. Now, this sure. is what I want to point out. And Gregor, they use color to tell the story, right? Yeah. Hauser is still blue. Yeah. He was a good guy. He like right, like yeah. he for all intents and he's a great guy. Right. He was very compassionate for the population, right. and he they used the color to let us know that he was yeah. he was good, right? You see in the Imperials right all the like color markings of the of the soldiers is being yeah. taken away for just plain white armor as we move towards mm-hmm. monotonous like yeah uniform. yeah just uniform just uniformity right yeah. they're just conforming to that that like imperial armor yeah. now that is really important because Cody is gray Hauser was blue right. and they use that I do not think. That we will get a redeemed Cody. And if we do, he dies. Yeah. If we do, he dies. I agree. The only way Cody lives is if Cody stays with the Empire. He's the only possible way that he could live. Yeah. You can't get somebody as influential as Cody, turn them good, and then they yeah. don't appear in Rebels with yeah. Rex. Yeah, that's true. So... Cody dies, but I think the gray on the armor is probably to show that he's going to have a pretty internal struggle. And maybe, prepared. like, he starts to... Because we did see, like, in one shot, he looks, like, really pissed, pulls out a vibro blade, and he's, like, getting ready to fight someone. That could be a pretty epic and, like, really sad fight scene with maybe, like, Rex. Yeah, like, oh if my they're gosh. going I don't it. want to see it. And then the next scene... Because the next scene we get, the next shot is him, and he looks kind of, like, sad and thoughtful. Morose and I'm neck. wondering if it's, like... Him and Rex duke it out a little bit and fight. And they're trying to, you know, each convince each other that the other one is right. And then Cody starts to think about it. And then Crosshair just takes him out. Shoots him. Kills him. Maybe. I, You know, I don't know. Something like yeah. that where, like, if if he does start to become redeemed, he dies immediately. Like, he's not going to be long for but that. But Crosshair point. did not shoot Hauser. No, he didn't. But. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, and he knows him. He true. knows him. I don't, he, know. he, he not, I don't know. He maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not Crosshair. Maybe it's someone else. You know. Maybe someone know. else takes him out. So, so I, this is. Yeah. So this is also where I want to come in. Ian said that he they were going to be hunting down Bad Batch. I still think that's true. However, from the scenes where they're kind of combing through the streets yeah. and they see this like it looks like a like a mob and a child. Yeah. They pull out of a building. There's a chance that they are actually hunting Jedi now. And because we actually see a Jedi who's making a reappearance in the Clone Wars. His name... Gungi? Gungi. Yeah, it was Gungi. Yeah. I, Gungi. Had to... Yeah. I did not pe- remember yeah, that one. I had to Google that I one. I had to look that one up. He is from an episode arc with Ahsoka. He's yeah. one of the younglings yeah. um, that we see there. So Wookiee Jedi, real, very rare. Good old Gungi. Everyone knows Gungi. Actually, he's the lightsaber building. The lightsaber yeah, building. Yeah, he, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. he has a wooden... Yeah. yeah. Which, that droid is important for later. Because that droid is confirmed for the Ahsoka show. Anyway, I'm getting ahead Which of my stuff. The droid that makes all the lightsabers. Keeps all the database of all their Oh yes. All yes, their yes, stuff. Yes, so yes, yes, anyway, uh, so Gungi, so we got um Well and we see Kashyyyk. We see We see Kashyyyk, Wookiees we see other Wookiees, yeah. Kashyyyk. So, so they're going to Kashyyyk. we're talking about more about rebellion. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're just literally hitting all the yeah. hot spots. Yeah. Literally. I mean I don't even know where where do they go from here? Oh, see, no. Mimban. So use the word interesting. Yeah, Mimban. Go straight Jibim. to me. <clears throat> Jabim. Yeah. I think that Jabim, which I won't say because this is so close to the release of another show, why that world is important, but that world's it's important for... Kenobi. It's Kenobi. It's from Kenobi, yeah. But. That world's important. We'll just say that. Yeah. So, maybe they go there. Um, the last... The way we end it is we have... Uh, Rex. Re- Rex say, let's get to work. Yeah. So, I think... I think that Rex wants to save Cody yeah. really bad. Or, let's get to work. Let's go free Hauser. Let's go free Hauser. Could be it, it, oh, either one. Another thing I wanted to point out about I yeah. I just about the color mm-hmm. Scorch yeah. is also the only commando we see who has yellow on him. Yeah. He's black and yellow. Now that could just be because they're trying to convey that this is an actual character we know. Yeah, probably. I mean, I would imagine they're just trying but to tell that us like dude, hey, That dude is bonkers. Yeah. He is crazy. He's the nutty one. If you've ever played Republic Commando, he has an issue. (laughs) A couple of (laughs) of issues up there. A couple of issues. But among... If if we hold Star Wars Republic Commando to be canon, or we hold that information... we're desperately clinging on to. (laughs) Yes. Then he hates Jedi. Yeah. He hates hates them. So, no order 66 issues on that front. <laughs> He's like they're like execute order 66. He's like oh, f- Thank you so much. Finally. Can't believe yeah. it took this long. So, final thought. Oh, we see we also see battle droids. We do see some we scenes of battle with droids, droids droidica, stuff yeah. like that. I thought one of the interesting parts we saw was we saw so they have this shot where Wrecker is, like, shooting this giant gun. Yeah. And then the next shot is a bunch of clones being blown up. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're trying to trick us. And it's actually, you know, what we saw with Hauser was there are loyal clones. And part of the Empire switching to volunteers is that level of commitment. And so I'm wondering if they showed um, Wrecker shooting, but it's actually clones being blown up by, like, loyal clones to the Bad Batch and Wrecker who... Have decided that they don't want to be imperials who are getting blown up in some different battle. Yeah, and because I think we are going to see some more of that. I don't think we're done seeing loyal clones. I think that is going to be a hot issue. So I'm I'm kind of wondering if like maybe we see some of that at play. Yeah, and and which would be interesting from Cody's perspective because Crosshair is like you're not following orders. Good soldier follows you know follow orders. Guess you're going to die. You know Cody is definitely a rule follower. Yeah. But I don't know... And he had no hesitation to Order 66 there, right? Sure. Fire. Now, it was a well, really easy command for him. I mean, that and the inhibitor chip. Like, right. No, but I mean, Rex and Ahsoka, obviously, sure, very sure. strong connection, and he fought it off for, honestly, a pretty good pretty yeah. good amount of time. I, I, I want to draw another just interesting point on the the whole, like, I'm really into this, they use the color to tell us the story <laughs> thing. Really? Yeah. Um, in o- the Obi Wan and the Kenobi show, we see that there's a five hundred first clone begging, mm-hmm. and he still has the blue markings on him. Yeah, which does lead me to think that he's a defector. Or like we get like a five hundred first uprising or something of the. Oil. I don't think they would have left him there. I think because you see stormtroopers walk by. I don't think. Yeah. I think if there was a five hundred first uprising, they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, that armor's <laughs> yeah." You know. Oh. But, oh. but I think Pew. probably just defected, yeah. but before. Yeah, probably did Order 66, but also... Yeah, then regretted it. Yeah, regretted it. Had the dissidents left before yeah. the uniformity hammer hit. Moving on. Yeah, so that's bad-batch. So that's going to be exciting. The rest of these are going to be pretty quick. Yeah. So those first two, we actually got full-on trailers for with a lot of new stuff, so we had a lot to talk about. Um, the next one, we don't have a trailer for. It's coming out late 2022. It's going to be six episodes long, and it's uh, called Tales of the Jedi. Mm. So this is going to be another animated episode. Yeah. Pull up the calendar real quick for me again, because I'm just trying to think. If this Bad Batch season is eight episodes, we'll go September, probably through the end of November. So I'm wondering if we're going to get Tales of the Jedi around Christmas to run through when probably. we're going to get a next thing in February. So Keep us entertained. theoretically, th- you know, this will be coming out in end of November, early December. Yes. Six episodes long. Um, so it'll take us through January. And, um, this is basically just a couple of, it's based on a, I believe they had a comic series, um, called Tales of the Jedi, and there was some, like, kind of, not short stories, but, like, snippets into different people's lives. I believe the first episode is con- confirmed to be, like, about Ahsoka being born, and, like, yeah. some stuff with her mom, and, um, we also have... Klo picking her up, I think. Clo-kun, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be a cool connection oh, to make, and... Yes. And um, we also have some confirmation of Qui-Gon, so Liam Neeson coming to voice Qui-Gon and his son coming to voice young Qui-Gon. Yes, because we're going to get young Qui-Gon,
1: Potentially which means... some stuff with
0: Dooku, yep. because Dooku, a Jedi. if you don't know, was Qui-Gon's master, so Yoda trained Dooku, Dooku trained Qui-Gon. Um, so that could be some interesting adventures of Dooku and Qui-Gon, and Rail Avaros. Also known as... The Jedi who we did not mention in our top ten favorite Jedi, but I think was an honorable mention. Yeah, I. I don't know. He was he was really cool. So that he was, was a, that was from that Master and Apprentice book we were talking about pretty early. Really on good, highly recommend. So, yeah um. So anyway, so this will be a fun series. You know, it it will be more topical than, um. Gosh, what was the series? It was Star Wars Visions. It will yeah. be more topical than Star Wars Visions because Visions was yes. like a, more of a creative project that didn't really have anything to do with the story. So this not is going to have. A lot more to do with the actual canon story of Star Wars, but I think it will be similar in that we're going to get one or two episodes of each story, and it's not going to be—you know, this is not a six-episode arc of one main story. Right. It's so going to be, all, I think, hey, here's one episode, or here's two episodes. I think it's all. I think they're all just one-offs. I, probably. I think I think. I think they'll one-offs. be better. Yeah, I think they're. I think they'll be really good, and I'm really excited about it. And this, this whole series is, I think, really about exploring the Force. Yeah. Exploring the Force. Yeah. And so that'll be really neat. I yeah. I absolutely love Qui-Gon Jinn. Absolutely love Plo Koon. Yeah. We'll see both of them. Fantastic. Also, great opportunity to see yeah. Dooku as a Jedi. Yeah. And, just honestly, pre-Phantom Menace. Uh, Pre-Phantom Menace. Yeah. You kind know, of what's, what's going on in the galaxy. World. What's yeah. going on in the galaxy. What, you know, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a really unexplored time frame. And it's interesting that they're doing this because... And this is kind of jumping the gun. They are filming it this year, but Acolyte takes place, if I'm not mistaken, just before leading up to this time period. Right. Which so. we kind of think Acolyte is going to be based around um, Plagueis, right? I, I, I don't, don't know that we I don't know. know that I, I think I, there's some speculation know. that this might, you know, the Acolyte might have to do with... Um, Palpatine and Plagueis, maybe it's not I confirmed. Think, I know that. I think they're... from what I know that it, it, was a, um, a Force user exploring the dark side. Yeah, but I think it's going to be filmed from the perspective of a Jedi exploring the dark side. But I'm okay. not. I'm not. We'll I'm not certain. But yet. You're right. a lot it, of is, history it is that. like within a hundred years before. And probably, I think even sooner. It's it's closely before Phantom Menace. Yeah. So um, also because of the way that they did the time frames that categorizes as the high republic right because the high republic actually runs up right up until phantom menace the events oh, okay. of like qui-gon okay so I. Think so, so so that's acolyte so that's yeah. fil- so that is uh timeline speaking that's not going to be coming out until a later date yeah, that it's one's... starting filming in 2020 well i say filming is it going to be live action is is yes yeah, it's, li- it's, it's live action okay so yeah, that's right. So there, so it'll probably be another couple. It'll probably be 23 or 24. Yeah. Probably 24. Yeah. Uh, because 23 is filled. So yes. <laughs> we've got all this stuff. We've got all these things going on. Um, Tales of the Jedi will end. So like I said, I think that's going to be like December to January. And then in February, we get Mando Season 3. Oh, yeah. This is going to be really cool. We kind of, I think, touched a little bit upon Mando Season 3. We I... think it's going to have some more to do with... You know, when we talked about the Filoni-verse, we you talked know, about it. Yeah, I think we should just... I think we should leave this one on hold and just kind of yeah. kind of gloss over this one. Because we'll touch on this when the trailer comes out. Because yeah. there's a, there's so much that can happen here that yeah. we'll, we'll revisit that one. So yep. save it to say, that's coming out February. Pull a Kung Fu Panda and find a land full of Yodas. Find Probably, Yoda's planet. Or, or just a Rebels. Find a land full of... Um, no, that was Kung Fu Panda. The first two movies were like, he's the no, only panda. And I know. Then the third then, movie, there's like, oh, look at all these pandas. No, but they do that with um, uh, Zeb. Oh, Never yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, they do that, and they find his whole planet full yeah. of... No, you're right, you're right. Whatever they're called. I can't think of what yeah, they're called. I don't remember what they're purple called. Monkey Pur- purple monkey... <laughs> purple monkey people. <laughs> Tall, big-eared. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll recover that one. Yeah. So that's in February. Probably get a trailer. We'll season three. Probably get a trailer. We'll get it soon. October? Yeah. September, October? Next. Next. Um, so they're they're going to release, uh, from the perspective of a TV show, they're going to release Skeleton Crew. Um, which is set after the timeline of episode six. So mando time frame. I yes. don't know exactly if it's in that exact time frame, but it's you know post episode you know, 6, return of the Jedi. Um, and it is about um, four kids who I believe are like stuck on a planet, lost their way, trying to find their way home. and that's kind of the knowledge we have of it. There's not a whole ton out there right yeah. now. um so that's coming in 2023 another thing coming in 2023 is the ahsoka tano show correct which we got a teaser for at star wars celebration correct not a whole ton there that's new the teaser was actually mostly things we've already seen um with a couple new scenes there was a shot of the twilight um there was actually a shot of yeah yeah, the twilight on coruscant which is kind of weird but cool we see someone open up a door Maybe to a Venator. I think... there's an Actus well, starfighter. I think that's the... I think that's the... The Twilight. I think that's them finding the Twilight, opening up the, the doors... And there's an Actus in there? And there's an Actus in there. With a droid in there, mind yeah. you. There's yeah. an... There's, so there's that'll be interesting Astra to see X, what so. does that droid have on it, information-wise. Yeah, they're looking for that. Um, but other than that, we don't really get a whole ton of new information. And so I, she, she talks about yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn again. Uh, yeah, the whole trailer's re- leading to the, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn, as she's kind of talking and they're yeah. showing scenes... That is something we already predicted. That is, I think people commonly accept that's the plan. It's gonna be Grand yeah. Throne. That just really And maybe that's it. and maybe the Ahsoka show, you know, I think we talked about well, maybe it all culminates in Ahsoka season one. Maybe Ahsoka season one is a little bit more backstory of her leading up to Mando and I, then like Mando season four is I have seen drawn, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I like have we'll see. seen from what I've read, we are, only have one confirmed season of Ahsoka. It's yeah, only gonna be a I one know. season show, with things like Andor. We knew it was gonna be two seasons. Yeah. Actually, that information came out a while ago. But I'm kind of so. wondering if it's like, okay, is this similar to Book of Boba Fett in that you know we have Mando, we have Mando. Quick sidetrack to Book of Boba Fett to get a little bit more storyline there. All right, back to Mando. Focus on Mando. Quick storyline to talk about Ahsoka a little bit. Go back oh, no. and then back to Mando. You know, like I'm wondering. I think Mando is going to be that central line. It is, and you're it's gonna have direction. some offshoots. So it's the direction, but. I, but that I say that, that's not true. Because we have all those cast confirmed for the Ahsoka show. We have Thrawn, we have Ezra, we have we have all those yes, cast correct. members confirmed they're, for well, the Ahsoka show. Well, they could be in it, but not, so, the, not the culmination of it. It's not going right. it to be the end. Right, like, so um, they will be in it. I guess my thought was, oh, well maybe it's more of a like, hey, here's a little bit of prequel of Ahsoka and what she was doing. But that's not going to be it. It oh, is going yeah, to yeah. have some of those characters in it. But it's it might not be... We might not see the ending of that story in Ahsoka. So so then the la- the only last thing from Ahsoka I have is that in that very first scene, there's like this big statue laying down in a desert of someone wielding a lightsaber. And I'm fairly certain this might be Korriban. But I don't know. I, I It's hard to say with Korriban being the homeworld of the Sith from Old Republic, okay. it, it's hard to say if they rebranded... Exegol as Corobon hmm. or if Corabon exists, Exegol is the Kirkland version of Corabon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that is that is neither I can neither confirm nor deny yeah. that these are the same. I don't panamera. remember that scene. That's interesting. Or or if it's if it's you know is it like Dromadkas from mm. so those of you who played Star Wars: the Republic Online, like the Empire runs to Drumdusk to reforge to come back. So it, there's a lot to it, but I mm. I think it's Corobon. So the next thing coming in 2023, the final thing that we're going to get, and this placement is Wait, a little... I'm sorry. It'd be Moraband. They changed Korriban to Moraband in the Clone Wars when Yoda goes there. I think she goes to Moraband. That's what it is. Because when Yoda goes to and sees Darth Bane's yes. crypt there. So I think it's that world. Um, <laughs> so the next thing coming is not actually a TV show. It's a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a trailer for this. Um, it was for Jedi Survivor. Um, which is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Correct. Um, in this, we see Cal Kestis again. We see some interesting... Sh- that We don't see a whole ton. We see no. this uh, Powen senator, maybe, or... Governor, probably. Governor, yeah, something like that. It's from, But they're not on Utapau. They're on a city planet. Yeah. So it's a Powen official, but we don't know in what regard. Ambassador, senator, diplomat, something. Yeah. He's um, not particularly evil, just because he has pointy teeth. They all have pointy no, teeth. No, <laughs> but he does take Cal Kestis' lightsaber and a le- potentially. And he says, "Why do you lead when you know they'll not follow?" Yes. like so. He's he's doubting Cal. So that's interesting. And then it's, and then, we see Cal fighting someone with a red lightsaber. Is that? Just a vision? Is that an mm. actual battle? Yeah. What is that? And then we see some random person floating in a tank. Is that the survivor? Is that like a Jedi that survived sixty-six that Cal finds? Is Cal the survivor who yeah. finds it? You know, we don't. Is this a Sith that he fights? Is this a Sith right. acolyte? Right. You know, there are so many different directions this could go, leaving the game open, which is pretty great. Yeah. I think the thing about him having cal's lightsaber when he opens up this like briefcase yeah we see cal get like stunned and drop his lightsaber and then you see them open the briefcase or yeah. like whatever and the and the lightsaber's in there however the thing about cal Kestis's lightsaber is that he's using his master's lightsaber which is a double bladed lightsaber which is cut in half so there is the potential that it could be like surprise we got you from the trailer that was actually the other side yeah. of the lightsaber yeah so, and the only other real thing in that is that um, if you play the video game, you know that the ship, the Mantis. Yes, yeah, that's. Um, you're in it a lot, traveling around, and we actually see the Mantis kind of run down and destroyed. Um, it looks very like you know, like it's been shot down on some desert remnants. World. Yeah, so a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, we'll see what that what that turns out to be, but. Um, the video game itself was very good and that, you know, we really got an introduction to the Inquisitorious that we didn't get as much of in Rebels. Like, we saw the Inquisitors in Rebels, but then in Fallen Order, there's that whole element of, like, you actually go to their planet, and so, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have feelings about that, but anyway, um... <laughs> i was not the largest fan of the game though yeah. i acknowledge the story was really good i yeah. i just for whatever well, time, yeah, game. yeah no and, 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 I, and that's more what i'm talking about the story was really good yeah um yeah so let's see we it's so a range of the new republic we know it was put we on mentioned hold, before. So it's on hold tbd and we have the lando series which is coming at some point which is also TBD. just tbd we now, talked about before as well we've got like Taika Waititi has a movie coming. Yeah. Ryan Johnson theoretically has a trilogy. Like, we've kind of mentioned all those before. We don't have timelines on the movies. Too so right now, it's just TV shows and a video yeah. game or two. Too many to count. Now, the, the the last piece of news, not really a Star Wars news, but it's Lucasfilm news, which is something that's very interesting because when they announced, like, in Star Wars Day 2020, they announced, like, 10 TV shows or whatever. Like, yeah. Rangers of the New Republic, Lando, Ahsoka... Like yeah, they everything. released them all after the other with like the title art. Yeah, with the title art, one of them was Willow, and all of us had been like, "What the heck? acolyte was one of those that right. they also did." But but Willow, we're like, "Well, what's Willow?" And yeah. there was a lot of speculation. I heard, "Oh, it's about you know, it's about Wookiees. it's about Ewoks, and you know, it was kind of Willow all over the tree." Of it was Will-. Yeah, <laughs> what planet has and trees? What planet has Willow Jar Jar? Yeah. <laughs> so so a lot of that. But as it turns out, and I. This is actually kind of an obscure piece of news that dropped because it wasn't Star Wars news. It was Lucasfilm released this, right? Yeah. And everyone assumed it was Star Wars, but actually Willow is its own series. It's It's an original series. It's an original series. It is not Star Wars. It is Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm does not exclusively Mm -hmm. produce Star Wars, which sometimes I I myself forget, right? Indiana Jones, Lucasfilm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, which they're making another Indiana Jones movie. But... But so that is just kind of an aside. Interesting to have announced on Star Wars Day. That kind of... Yeah. It, that it, doesn't really shout, oh, yeah, this is not going to be Star Wars. We're announcing it at Star Wars Celebration. It's like, almost like they had a plan for it, and they were like, you know what? Actually, this other project we're working on, we really want that name. All right, here you go. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> yeah. But it does have... One of the main featured characters is Warwick Davis, who was featured throughout all of the Star Wars... Well, not all of them, but a lot of the Star Wars movies, and worked really closely with George on the originals, yeah. so... Um, kind of interesting how they you know Star Wars has a really good history of yeah. taking people that they like to work with and using them even in other projects. but it was always Harrison also Fordist, we Indiana saw adults. that right right. we also saw that one girl I don't know the actress's name but she was in uh, she was recently in Falcon Winter Soldier as one of the main antagonists and in Solo she was the one like the the strikers or not the striker, the, the whatever the like gang of swoop bike riders was that oh, was going after, oh, yes. you know, all the stuff that that they fought, that in the end they ended up being like, oh, like we're actually good guys and we're just trying to look out for, like that, whoever that girl is, she's also in the TV yeah. show. She was oh, so, oh my gosh, another gang of people for the Bad Batch to help. Right. <laughs> season two. Yeah. So that is all. Interesting news. Interesting. but Yeah not Star Wars related, But so. but just kind of like if you were looking for Willow as one yeah. of the Star Wars shows that would release, it is not a Star Wars show. Yeah. It will be on Disney Plus though. So, that is all we have. Yeah. Um it's kind of a kind of a lot of information coming at you, but we wanted to kind of mostly get Mostly Bad Batch and Andor. Mostly <laughs> so. Bad Batch and Andor, but we wanted to get all this out there so, you know, if there's projects you're interested in or things like that, like yeah. we're going to try to keep you guys updated as those yeah. things come. And And it's been interesting to see, you know, um, the different media forms that lucasfilm and disney have been doing and i think that they really have found a lot of success in their tv shows yeah absolutely i'm i'm kind of wondering you know what this is going to look like over the years with you know the movie Mm -hmm. releases movie release movies are expensive oh yeah and take a ton of time and if they're going to be able to you know make four tv shows every year probably for less than it would cost to make one movie um or at least similar like are they gonna continue to just stick with the TV format? Like, you know, it'll be interesting to see what comes. So yeah, um, absolutely. They've done. I think overall, with what we've gotten so far, you know, from Disney is we've gotten we've gotten a lot. You know, we've gotten Clone Wars season seven. We got Bad Batch season one. We've got two seasons of Mando. We've got Book of Boba Fett. We got um, the Kenobi show recently. Like, mm-hmm. we've gotten a ton of stuff. And this this is recent, you know, Disney did have some tie in on some of the other projects with Rebels and all that. But, you know, I I think that the the content we've gotten most recently from Disney um, overall, you know, there's been some really, really good stuff. So I'm looking forward to these projects. You know, we'll see how they turn out. But there's a lot of really fun content to come. There is. And with more fun Star Wars content comes more fun Vader's Basement podcast episodes. That's right. So we actually have some really good stuff in the works for you guys. Um, some no. some secret stuff we're keeping hush hush. Our mm-hmm. very delayed May Fourth um, <laughs> May Fourth special release. <laughs> that. Maybe we just maybe we just do a July Fourth release. Mm, maybe just kidding. Oh <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, wait. But, yeah. Um, so so we got some good stuff for you. Uh, Kenobi wrap up. Yeah. Um, last three episodes. So be All looking right. for that one. Uh, coming very soon for me mm-hmm. yeah so. been a good series so far talked about the first half second half oh, has oh, been oh, oh, oh. don't spoil it don't spoil it that's good next, that's, that's, i was just <laughs> gonna say good. good just gonna say good um and we've got one more episode left to watch so you know maybe maybe we see cody I, make an appearance in Kenobi <laughs> episode six i i will say yeah. the only thing yet, about six episodes man it's gone fast yeah it has gone so fast that one episode it feels like a double episode started. drop that double episode drop on the first day really made that look that feel small anyway everyone have a great day and we will catch you in the next podcast thanks for listening